check one, check two. How are all of you? Welcome to a Tamika Michelle podcast show. You're welcome to listen closer, put your ears closer. This podcast show is called, it's called, what is it going to be called? What is that thing that I want to advertise today? And what is the thing that I need to get your attention? And what is that thing that I want to inspire you and and pass on the knowledge that's going to grant you the understanding of your next fortune life? Where do you want to go? We have a lot of entrepreneurs, inspiring entrepreneurs, inspiring artists. I am an artist and I am an, a multi-entrepreneur, meaning I don't just do one thing. I don't just do my freelance photography, apparently. I do podcasting. That's what I do. How do I know I do this? Besides the fact that I'm talking, besides the fact I know I'm recording, check one, check two, and y'all are listening to me. Hi. Welcome to the Tamika Michelle podcast show. So, what am I looking at? I'm looking at my art and how it's sustaining me. Lately, I've been looking at that. And I'm not only looking at how it's sustaining me, but how can I help instill knowledge and application of you sustaining your own wealth with your own thing. So, I'm going to call this inspiring entrepreneurs. I'm going to talk about my art and I'm going to talk about two other women. How often I feel like sometimes we don't do this enough. We don't congratulate others. We talk mainly about our subject and that's it. So this podcast show, of course, I want to talk about my art. Of course, I'm going to talk about my life. But more than likely, I want to talk about other artists. More than likely, I want to talk about these specific things that you can do that are tips that would ignite your flame. I've got this feeling. If you came to this podcast show, welcome again. Bring your ears closely. And you know what? If you want to, I'm only suggesting, I only suggest people, I don't force anything on anyone. I want you to think about the best way you learn. I want to, I'm going to give you five seconds to think about the type of learner you are and the best way you learn. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to give you five seconds. Five seconds, I'm pretty sure it's up. I want to give you actually silence time. I want to give you 10 seconds. I take that back because I want to make this quick and less painful as possible. So I'm going to give you actually 10 seconds to get you a scrap piece of paper notepad because you didn't know you're taking notes today but I'm suggesting that you take your notes today welcome to a Tamika Michelle podcast show and I am here to inspire you to go after whatever it is that you have a goal for if it be getting deep into your craft if it be making that dream into a physical manifestation if it be is that then you in the right podcast show, and I'm going to give you some wealth of knowledge tips that I offer completely free. So, like I promised, 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Here we... Now, you got this 10 seconds. You get to think about what exactly, how do you learn the best? And you get to write this down. I want you to physically write 
this down. So let's get started. 10 seconds. Stop. I hope you got your pen and paper and you actually wrote down very simply how do you learn and in this podcast show I'm going to talk about some sisters that's doing a damn thing that I actually know on on a sistership type of lesson type of lesson lesson I think it's a good thing if you can get positive people that's actually progressing in their art they're actually doing it and actually have sustainable income And I'm literally putting these tips out there just for you. First of all, before I go any further, I want to thank every person who came to this entrepreneurship podcast, y'all. Because it's all about igniting the flame. I feel like in life, it's not just making money. It's doing what you love. And I truly, truly enjoy seeing other people grow and excited about exhilarated excited about to explode with joy it's like this when i see another person progress now insecurity would say doubt and fear would say i said the coward move is to be fearful the coward move is to feel like you're going to go against your successors people who are doing doing the damn thing and you know you are probably 10 times more talented as that person. But this person is ahead. You have to ask the question, why? And you got people who, well, they're not here to cheer you on. You know who those people are. Those life suckers. Those, a variety of negative people. And they come in all nationalities, all ages, <laughs> all long as they grown folks. So I'm assuming everybody's listening. If you're there's some young people that are doing entrepreneur and doing actually a successful job. Now let me get to the point. The point is, I congratulate you for coming to this podcast show. But this is taking a leap. A leap into your faith, in your craft, in yourself. It's a leap into your dreams and actually being actual reality. You're not just talking about it at this point. You're taking the time to invest in your craft and your creativity in progress and actually making progress a here and now reality. So as I speak about these two women, I'm so excited. Lasagna. Uh, Lasagna Mason Richardson. She is a established, she established her name out there, book author, and I see her as a friend. Where do I know her from? Flint, Michigan. Oh boy, that's a story. I used to stay in Flint. Don't know if you know, I'm not from Flint, Michigan. No, I'm from Detroit, Detroit, 313. And lived there in. 20 years and lived in Flint in 15 and this woman of God this woman of God mother 
a wife and very respected in her community. I know her because we went to church together and we had a bond. It was like she was my sister. She even got one of my family's, um, her maiden last name, Mason, is one of my, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. The last name that my father carried was Newell. I believe it was his mother's maiden name was Buford something, and that's her father's name is Mason. I'm not sure which is what, because we're talking about grandparents, great-grandparents. I started getting lost at the grandparents, okay? <laughs> so, because I know my last name is Newell, but Mason is one of our family's last names in Mason and Buford in Detroit. So she has one of them, Mason. So uh, Lasagna Mason, I love her love for God and her love to be kind to people in hard situations or just being kind in general. She's a lover of being kind, you know, and I'm really glad I met her and she found me on Facebook. I actually want to talk to her for years and she actually found me and she had this time in my life where I'm doing actually, I'm not rich or no shit like that, but y'all, I'm here to tell you this podcast show that's about entrepreneurship, this podcast show specifically, this episode it's about entrepreneurship, but I'm here to tell you, I am a great living example of sustainable income. Now, there's a lot of greedy people out there, and these marketers know that shit. This is why the reason why they charge all this money, these marketers, to sell your work. Look here. If you don't have the time, maybe you need to find someone that can sell your work. You can reach the right type of clientele. It's actually a good thing. If you have that type of resource... I don't want y'all spending unnecessary money. I can't stand that shit. I can't stand when I run into a, a situation where I got to spend like astronomical money. Like something breaks down. I got to buy it, you know, um, to take care of me. Or I recently invested in a pet and I have these aspirations for this pet. <laughs> if it's up to me, I'm going to have this cat in training. Oh, this is an animal, by the way. If you don't have an animal yet. If you like animals or you're not allergic to them, you might want to consider going to your local shelter. Don't know all the shelter's names. I know actually one, not two. You think I should know more because I live in more states. I can tell you about one, tell you how to get there. Well, not getting there because I will get you lost. My, lo my sister's location is horrible. This is an animal moment. So I'm taking a pause and I'm asking you to support your community. To me, when I adopted this animal, it was a sign of stability. I would not adopt a pet if I didn't have some type of sustainable stability. And I feel like if you pay attention to these people, these marketers, it pisses me off because they're annoying to me. Anybody else feel that way? These marketers out here, buy this. Hey, you. I actually had someone do that like one night. I was... You know, watching my YouTube stuff. And sometimes YouTube, uh, actually a lot of times YouTube is quite informative. And I, like, I got so irritated. This one night, he just caught me on the wrong night. I don't know who the hell he was. I haven't seen him since this person did this. This person literally jumped in the camera's face and said, Hey, you, what you doing? I'm like, oh, shit, it just scared me. And I straight, you know... Didn't watch that shit no more. If I want to be scared, that's what scary movies are for. I'm just saying, you know, if I want to be jumped a little bit, 
if I want to be thrilled a little bit, there's different ways you can go about it, says. And knowing she went in the fucking middle of the night, and like, hey, you, it, it just scared the shit out of me. Someone would actually stupid enough to throw their face in the camera like that. I could see if you're entertaining for like a movie or something, but not for like commercials. <laughs> like that don't catch my attention. I don't really think you're a damn fool, and that don't entertain me. Well, that's like I said, you say that for the cinema. You say that for the movies. You say that for that type of production, not for commercials. That a lot of us who ain't got the YouTube, premium YouTube, um, well, the commercials are, like, irritating. So um, I, I suggest that you get an animal. Oh, I can tell you the name. The two different... The one shelter, I can tell you how to get there by Google. You search it. It's the only animal shelter in Blackwood, New Jersey. You can check it out. They have a variety of selection. You call the people. They're very attentive, very direct, and they're very friendly. And I do appreciate that. And they deal with animals. And they have helped me in getting a pet because I got this pet, folks. I ain't going to lie. There's two reasons three reasons. The first reason is me. I got the pet. I was by myself. I've been here for myself for a couple of months since at this present time. Now she's going to come back. I'm aware that she is. But the point is, I don't like being by myself. I realized that. And I don't like mice. Okay, and as evidently that there's a problem here on this property, because this is like the third time I've seen mice. So the next day was payday, and the very next day I got me a Lorenzo Leafer Las Vegas. That's what I named it. So um, he is really special, really smart. Like he should be a circus cat. That's why I named him Vegas. And because it's been four years since I lived in Las Vegas, and this cat is four years old. So, and it's really bright and smart. And like I'm glad it's sleep right now because normally it'd be knocking the phone out of my hand. Um, like literally, like taking his paw, stretching it out, and like smacking it out of my hand, or nearly ramming his head like he's a bull into my hand where the cell phone is at, so it will fall out of my hand. This this cat is something else. And then if he wants to open a door of a place that I said I'm going to, it likes to open the door with his paw. Stand up and do it. Halfway stand up and do it. This, <laughs> this cat is something else. And love asking for treats, and I love giving it. And, like, I have to tell them no. Sometimes, like, you can't eat more than me. We're going to have a problem. So <laughs> when I say we're going to have a problem, he look at me straight and stop sometimes. Not all the time. But, like, 80% of the time he does. But he's really good company. Very sensitive. Pay attention to all his surroundings. This is one of the reasons why I'm glad he's my friend, my four-legged friend. Some people say mother. I don't like to say I'm an animal's mother. No, I'm a friend. That's it. You know, they happen to take care of him. That's it. And he takes care of me. So it's a win-win. So this is one of the reasons why I said, and if you have depression issues or anxiety issues, an animal will help calm you down real quick. Because that's the two things I noticed that happened to me. This animal, I hate to say it, it's sounds cliche, but it's been quite therapeutic. So I'm grateful for that. And I watch him all the time, and he watches me. Sneaky thing. <laughs> well, he's not a thing. He's an animal. So um, this is the reason why I adopted my Lorenzo Leaper, because he likes to jump and leap, just literally for no reason at all. Just jump and leap all the time. And to midair, I'm like, whoa, like two feet up. 
I'm like, yeah, I need to get you trained, get you into the circus. I have no idea how that goes, but I'm going to look that up. Maybe y'all might want to look it up. Maybe y'all got animals right now, and maybe y'all supporting animals right now. Well, keep loving on your animal if that's what you have right now. And maybe you can give me some advice. <laughs> I don't know about, Lore- about Lorenzo Leaper Las Vegas, but I put LLL for a reason. The word love. That's what I was in need of. I wasn't really aware of that. And I'm grateful for this bond that I have with this this Lorenzo Leaper Las Vegas. <laughs> so I'm telling you the reason why Tamika has made the choice and why you might want to consider if you needed some type of good company. Animals seem to give that very well. So this is me just a moment in time telling you the reason why you should adopt. Um, you may be concerned about like taking care of your pet and the cost of it. I can tell you how much it costs for the animal shelter in Blackwood. For a four-year-old cat, healthy four-year-old cat, $75. Some places it's less. It depends on where you go. Um, in Camden, they had the Canimal Animal Shelter. I don't know if you know where that's at, but you can look it up. And it tell you, Google tells you every damn thing. So you can look it up for yourself. If you're in Nevada, my Nevada is how you're doing. I was there in eight years. I was there longer than I've been here in, the, in New Jersey. Me and these ends, I don't get it. But anyways, so um, they have a shelter called North House. If you're in Nevada, if you're in Las Vegas, if you're in North Las Vegas, one West Owens is a shelter called Shade Tree. I'm not advertising to go there. I would tell any woman, don't go there. It's a really bad shelter. I was there. It's one, two, it's three floors of women. Um, yeah, it, I'm not going to go into graphic detail about it, but they have a shelter that's connected on, to their same property. You got one section where the, where the three floors, and it looks like a prison from the outside, to be honest, because it's built up like a prison. Anybody have been outside of a prison or rolled past one? It's kind of high, right? So um, it's that many people. It's kind of scary. But anyway, the point is, um, that's how Joseph House, not Joseph House, sorry, used to be in the shelter to get the names mixed up. Joseph House Shelter, I was there two years ago, so uh, a little over two years ago. So, um, and that's 5-5 Atlantic, but that has nothing to do with the animal shelters. The Camden Animal Shelter and this Animal Shelter in Blackwood. And Blackwood happens to be quite close versus where Camden's Animal Shelter is at. So I went for that one. But the Noah's House Animal Shelter, they are very compassionate about their animals. If I had to pick between a human being and shade tree, or an animal being treated right at Noah's house, I would pick Noah's house. They're so specific, even down to where they pick out food. They pick out specific food by hand and feed them by hand. And they got cats, dogs, they have everything. And a lot of people donate because these people are very caring. That's the one thing I give the West Coast. They're very caring about animals, our pets, and somebody need to be caring, so let it be them. So I, if I had to suggest, like, if you want to donate to North Las Vegas Animal Shelter, it would be the place. Because they're very loving with their pets. Because I'm telling you stuff, only people, I didn't have pets at that time, but I knew people who had pets. So this is an awareness of taking care of our animals. Oh, guess what, y'all? It's we are in the month of February.
And this is a celebration time for what? Black history. Even though I hear people say, well, other African-Americans, because you know I'm African-American, just in case you don't know, my mind's out like, I am African-American all day. <laughs> and I don't apologize for it. The point I'm making is, it's Black History Month. But I hear some black people say this, and I agree with them, that Black History Month is, a, is an American month. Why they call it Black History Month? But I get why they say that, because I don't know everybody's history or DNA. Just because you look like this doesn't mean we all got here the same or what your own background is. Like, by the way, my great-grandmother was Native American. Okay. So with that being said, I used to sit on her lap. I actually went to her funeral. I was nine years old. I, so I remember her is my point. And um, my sister, Rose, looked a lot like her. But um, the point I'm making about that is your origin does not define your morality. I'm going to say it again. Your origin does not define your morality, your ethics, things that you hold value and dear, things that you treasure. That's something that comes deeper. That's within your heart. Because I've met loving people with black people. And I've met people who are not black, but they're still people. Don't get it mixed up. And they have loved on me and we look nothing alike. We just know that we all are the human race. So let's celebrate Black History Month. So when people say African-American, this is also another African-American awareness time. So in my podcast, I guess I'm here to motivate you and encourage you and inspire you. But what does being African-American mean to my African-Americans? If you put 10 African-Americans in a room and ask them that question, I guarantee you will get 10 different answers. We have to define that. We choose that. Like my name's Tamika. Tamika, Michelle, those two, my first, my middle name. Tamika Michelle is a very common first name. Michelle's my middle name, but I like Michelle more. But... Legally speaking, that's my first name, Tamika. So with all that being said, I define Tamika. I define the Michelle. I define the Newell. I define the whole thing. I define it. Don't know stereotypical bullshit. I feel that's how I feel. As an artist, as a creative person, as a person who enjoys being a leader, I know what I am. And if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, you are already designated to be a powerful force to be recommended. You are a leader. And don't let nobody tell you nothing else or they sell you something called a lying a bullshit. It's a cute way for saying lie. If you believe a lie, lies are pain. If you buy a lie, you buy pain into your life. You buy grief into your life. I'm just saying. This is one of the reasons why we, people who want things to go the right way, we stray away from lies. Right? Right. So let's go a little further. I enjoy being who I am. And people who don't see the good in me, that's like a personal problem, not mine. So what type of business are you in? What type of business are you inspiring that you felt led to read and not read. Well, I want to do a um, blog on entrepreneurship and little steps how you may want to get there. But let me talk about Lasagna Mason Richards. Her book, and it's going to be on the 14th. She's doing a drop, y'all, on Amazon.com. 15 Ways to Keep the Momentum. I'm so excited. It's a paperback, and it's 
I've actually got the ebook, and I'm probably going to buy the paperback just because I support her. Okay, and I really don't care what it was about. I knew it was going to be good coming from her, number one. Okay, because I know her. The other artist I want to talk about, um, Tanisha Hampton. I've known her since middle school, and she's another artist, another fellow artist of mine who found me on Facebook, who does um, sponsor me, who does buy my work, who recognized me as an artist that I recognize, and I try to inspire her and encourage her. Tanisha Hampton, what type of art does she create? She does sketching, paintings. She does art mugs, like I do art mugs. She sells them for the same price, 10 ounce. I think she might do 13 ounce. You have to ask her, but I would advise you to type in her name, Tanisha Hampton. Almost rhymes with Campton. <laughs> uh, I hope she thinks that's cute. I think it's cute. Anyway, uh, Tanisha Hampton, T-E-N-I-C-H-A-H-A-M-P-T-O-N. And yes, she's African-American. <sighs> We knew each other back when we were in Columbus Middle School, very, very long time ago. Sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, right before we hit the same high school. We graduated from the same high school. And um, she's proven to be a good friend. I'm not sitting here calling anybody perfect, me included, okay? But I'm grateful for Lasaya Mason Richards. Check out her work on the 14th, her Amazon book paperback. 15 ways to keep the momentum. The cover is pink and it's beautiful. I like pink. It's one of my favorite colors. Blue, royal blue is my favorite. But uh, Tanisha Hampton, her work, she is an African-American. Her art is something that stands out. I can tell you a couple of names of her pieces and tell you a little bit more details about her. And then we're going to talk about my art. I do promise you that. So, by the way, before I go any further, did you write down how you learn quicker what's easy for you to learn before I start talking about Tanisha let's talk about you y-o-u I'm talking about the best ways for you to learn once you figure that out I don't know if you guys are answer I like to think you got it by now because I've been talking for a good what 20 something minutes so the point is I like to think at this point at this juncture of the homework that I'm giving you you ain't got to turn you ain't got to turn into me because this is for a while you to learn so you can see what your best fit for you to learn for your capabilities once you really figure that out when you figure that out you're figuring out your own way of learning a lot of people are not observant like that or pay attention or aware. So awareness is the key for like a lot of things for health, for your arts, for your business. I was trying to promote awareness. And I can tell you a little insight about myself. I am a visual and physical learner. So I'm a hands-on person. So, and I know I have a photographic memory. I don't have to think about it. I know. Trust me, for years I used to fight it. I remember shit back when I was two years old. You think I want to some of the stuff? No. But the one I'm making, I have a very good memory. So I'm one of those people. And it's an actual proven fact that some people are this way. If you teach them hands-on stuff, they catch on. Like the way they breathe. It's easier for them. And some people, it's going to take like 20 tries before they figure it out. It all depends on what it is. But me, if you show me how to do it, I'll catch on. 
And then, because I'm a visual learner, if you tell me a, a math formula and show me how to work that math problem out, I pick up on it quick because I'm physically doing it. So I told you to write it down so you can figure out yourself, so you can be aware of yourself. So this is actually an awareness moment right now because I wanted you to figure out the best way you learn. Maybe you want those people that visually see manuscript words and catch on quick. I'm not one of them people. Even though I love words, I, can get, I get bored really easy. Give me 10 minutes, I'm done. Okay, I say less than that. If we don't catch it in the first 20 seconds, you ain't got me. I'm just saying. So I'm one of those people. Understanding your signature is almost like understanding the way you write your hand. You know, for those who write cursive, because I heard they did, did away with that. I'm like, oh, wow, that's weird. Um, just an opinion. But I'm not a parent, but I heard a lot of parents complain about it, so I complain along with them. But anyway, um, I'm inspiring you to figure out how you learn and to implement that the best way you possibly can. Meaning, get in charge of the problems ahead. A lot of people don't understand who they are, so they have no idea how to best figure out the problem. Remember how I spoke about how I do with math? If you show me how to do a math problem and the whole formula and show me how to work that thing out, then I can get it. That's how sometimes I feel like life is. It depends on your circumstance situation. I make a reference to you being an entrepreneur. Now, how much money? Let me ask you another question. And you don't have to write this down. Remember, you're not turning into homework to me. I'm just trying to inspire and spark a little flame in you. So how much money do you think it costs for you to become an entrepreneur? I'm going to give you an ABC. Me, who's an entrepreneur, I was a part-time entrepreneur before COVID. Now, I'm full-time because nobody deals with each other, at least not right now, okay? It's a scary world to be in, but we are survivors, and we will survive this. Know that. Know that. We go, we come to the finish line together. So how much money did it take me to do my entrepreneurship? I've done two art gallery shows. I've done... And a, I just decorated a whole living room with lobby space of, in 2017 of Camden Rutgers. Yes, I designed for Camden Rutgers a love piece project of posters. Poster size. Sounds expensive, don't it? How much money did we, it require for me, the artist, to produce these items, to produce these my first project I did was a 48 frame 8x10 project. Not nothing too specialized, just regular 8x10 single frame pieces. How much money did I make? I ain't gonna tell you everything. I'll give you a sum. And my 2017 project of a 11, 11 pictures, poster size, 11 by 14. Um, black and white that may or may not still be in the lobby space of the Camden Rutgers near the 303, not too far from the student center. So let's continue. How much money did it cost me to do 11, 11 photos, poster size? How much did they pay for it? And 
for my most recent one I did in 2019 at the Ritz Theater, how much money did it cost me to do an art gallery show? How much did I have to pay art personnel at the Ritz Theater to have a space and everything else? When I tell you this, it's going to shock you. So I'm going to throw some, some 48 pictures, 11 pictures, and I did maybe 11 pictures for the Ritz Theater, 8x10s. So I'm going to go back, all the way back to the 48. How much do you think 48, to produce 48 pictures, how much do you think it costs to produce that? Guess how much I spent? It's going to be a steal. How much did it cost me to get 48 frames, single frames, 8 by 10 Guess how much it cost me? I'm going to give you five seconds to think about the guess of each one. Remember, you're the business person. You're the entrepreneur. So guess how much it cost me for each of those three projects, A, B, and C. 48 frame, 8 by 10s. 11 poster size, 11 8 by 10s. The first one is going to be something that I would shock you. What? It cost 100, 200, 300, 400. I'm trying to be completely honest with you. I don't want to play games with you. Because you need to know the honest truth. And this is a tip, literally a story that happened to me that was true. And miracles what they call the American dream can actually happen. It still exists today. I paid 0.00. How in the heck did I do that? Let me explain. Someone believed in me. When you got people that believe in you, you worrying about how much money you're going to get, it will be provided for you. Miracles do exist, folks. I don't know if y'all aware of that, but miracles do actually exist. The second project, the 11 poster project that I produced 11 poster pictures for the lobby space in 2017. They wanted historical landmarks in black and white. How much did it cost me to produce posters? 11 of them. Guess how much and with frame. Guess how much that cost me? 0.00. The only project that actually two that I've actually not I take it back three projects that actually cost me something is what I do independently without an institute. And I'll tell you that for my eleven piece project, I spent a hundred and eighty dollars and I made don't want to lie to you. There was a variety of different ways to make the money. They would have money I would make like at the end of the week or at the end of the project. I made 330 at the end. I made at least 400 independently, meaning I was selling other things like refrigerator magnets, cards. Yeah. I made at least six, $700 out of 180. I think that's, that's pretty damn good. You ask me. And how much did I make out of 
Don't want to lie to you and don't want to play with you. $525 for the $48 piece. I sold them very cheap in the community. It was on the Camden Ruckus campus. And um, I literally didn't put a dime in that. All I did was sell and sell and keep selling. And I can tell you, I made $525. So the next project, how much did I make? What did I produce? I didn't even know how to, like, I didn't know how to even, like, charge people. I made 550 bucks off a project I put literally zero, no dollars, no cents in. Now, I told you I was going to shock you a little bit. And Rutgers paid me even before I physically had the images in my hand. And someone paid for it. The same person paid for the 48 pieces framed. The same person who produced the 11 black and white pictures I needed just for Rutgers. Yeah, it can happen. Me who was, see, I don't know your situation and how you can get funded. I don't know your situation, meaning do you know what type of money you're working with and the possibility of what you can make? I get down sometimes when I look at my work, well, that I'm still, that I want more. I want, I want to do more. So I, I charge more because I've made more. I wouldn't charge something that people don't pay. If you don't pay it, then that don't mean you don't charge them people. I just want to say that if, if you got a product and you're charging people this amount, I think a lot of folks don't know where to go. And I tell you where to go. Give you some leads, some tips, some leads. Get in a community of people. Now, some people say they don't have time. I get it. I The Facebook groups have been quite... I've gained friends through the Facebook group, and they actually friend request me, and we talk regularly, and we encourage one another, and we inspire and support one another. These Facebook groups can be quite profitable, and all it costs is your attention and your time and awareness of what's in your groups. So, get you a group. That's free, money-wise, but if you don't have the time, I feel you. I understand. Well, find out another way, the time. Understand what free time do you have? That's the next question I have for you. What free time do you have? And you need to look at that. Because if you can look at that and become aware, like I spoke about the awareness, it's still another awareness exercise. I didn't just tell you, ask you why you, what can you do and your ability to learn, the quickest way to learn. You know, I went to college and going to college, they, the one of the first things they teach is time management. So we have something called long term memory, short term memory, short goals, long term goals. Now, do you know them? Meaning financially speaking per week, let's say per week. OK, for those who've been in sales before, I used to work at Leather Limited. This is many years ago when I was 19 years old and um, I used to get commission and pay per hour now. Every week we had a goal. So I'm suggesting you get an actual goal in mind. Let's say your goal is to make I want to talk like I'm selling leather. Leather kind of sells itself, just an opinion. Some people make more than me, far more than me. Meaning back in the day when I did leather versus some of y'all sell cars, some of y'all sell houses. 
And y'all understand the sales go maybe per day, maybe per week. Don't know. You know what they are. But I'm just going by according to my memory bank back when I was 19, very many years ago. Every week we had a goal and I was, I was the best. I was a shark. Meaning that I want to try to stuff on people's toes. But if there were customers that you refused to help, you too busy be on the phone. People don't want that shit. So they go to the next sales rep and you help them to the best of your ability. Don't get mad at me because you're on the phone laughing with your friends and they see that and they don't want to deal with you. I actually had people doing that and literally jump ship and come to me. I'm not going to them. I'm not talking to them, but I'll talk to them if like I know they're new, or at least they're new to my face. I was new. I was doing sales better than people that have been there for years. A place called Leather Limited back in the day. Don't even know it exists anymore or if it exists in that mall anymore. I used to work in a mall called McComb Mall. So um, I learned then that money is important. I learned money probably when I was a kid that money is important. But when you become a salesperson, they buy you. So when you're selling your own product, they're buying you. Not like they're controlling you. That's nuts. They're buying the experience they have with you. So it's not just you getting a business. My entrepreneurs, my aspiring entrepreneurs, they're buying trust, they're buying the experience, they're buying relationships, they're buying partnerships. Yes, this is what they're doing. They're doing that. And you have to be able to supply partnership, the right type of partnership. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For investing in yourself today and actually coming to an entrepreneurship podcast show as I inspire you. Now, let's get back to Tanisha Hampton because I was talking about her and I told you I have photographic memory. So I remember the last subject before we start going on and on and on. We were talking about Tanisha Hampton and I was trying to spell her name out for you. And I want to get to the point what type of artist she is, what type of work she does and what's her background. She has a variety of different talents, like many of us. So, Tanisha Hampton, this is for you. This is for you because you support, you sponsored me, you supported me, you still support me over and over and over again. And how can I not give it right back in return? I feel like if you want to say a universal law, some people say the word universal law kind of confuses the hell out of me because I'm a Christian. So it's like, okay, we're going to make it simple. For me, let's make it simple. So I'm going to make it simple for you. So anybody who believes in the Bible at all, or know any scriptures at all, you have to understand the way they taught was for people who were farmers, right? So they talk about weeping and sowing. You weep what you sow, you sow what you weep. People say other things, but that made it simple because they can relate to it. So I want to relate to you in that way. I'm not calling y'all farm people, okay? Some people don't want to do farming. They'll have no desire for it. And I feel you. But let me go ahead and explain. If you are a farmer and you put a seed for, let's say, roses. Something that I like. I think it's pretty. Uh, maybe you like roses. There's no way you're going to plant some roses and expect some dandelions. There's no way you're going to plant some corn. I've actually planted corn with my father when I was little. My dad had a big, my father who passed away, who I miss so much. He's from Alabama. 
But my father had a, well, technically his father's from Alabama. And they are farmer people. So I go back to where this girly girl, I was real little. I had to be like maybe four. And my father was putting um, corn. Now, don't know if you know that you could use fish guts as a um, fertilizer. You can use fish guts as a fertilizer. And so as he's putting the seeds in the ground, I go up to him being a little girl, curious and all. My dad is my hero. Always will be my hero, by the way. You know, he passed away. He'll still be my hero. So I think that's the, story, the way it goes with other little girls, too, right? So um, I remember going up to my dad. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm putting fertilizer down. And he was a farmer. He was a not only a come from a, hist- a historical background, meaning my historical background. His father's side of the family came from my grandpa, James, came from Alabama. And if you don't know think about Alabama, they bake about their farm and their gardens and taking care of the land. Very hard way of living back in the day. But anyways, the point I'm making, he said, I'm planting corn. And I don't know if, if he asked me or I asked him, I'm not sure. I think I asked, could I help him? Yeah, I was a helpful little girl even back then. Now, what you think about when you were little? You would do things to be helpful to your family, and you were little, and like that's like the mindset you have to have, in a sense of when you are building relationships with people, you're help we are, y'all help one another, y'all partnership one another. So you need to build partnership. You need to build trust, and you know, demonstrate a sense of building a connection with these people. So you're not just getting money, folks. You're getting, you're building relationships. You're building partnerships. You're building inspiration. You're building strength. You're encouraging and inspiring, just as I'm doing right at this present time. So awareness is very important, but you have to be aware of it. You're not just going for the money. You know, trips around the world, like a lot of, I like to think a lot of us like to do, at least I would like to do, okay? Being real, but maybe that's your desire. But you want sustainable income for different reasons. We all do want it for different reasons. And one of the things I look forward to is home ownership. But not just that, but hopefully COVID at some point dissolve. And maybe be something else worse. Oh, God, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But a lot of people look at COVID and situations to get better. And some people, not all. Um, using this excuses. Let not that be your excuses. I'm waiting to get more money. You're not, people get it mixed up. It's not more money. It's you're building a trustworthy relationship. You're building a brand of your name, of y'all name, which y'all create together as partners. you networking. Like I spoke, I suggested, you don't have to, uh, Facebook groups. Now, I talk about the ability of you gaining new friends, new inspiration. Your repeat clients actually train you. Once you get these lists, these possibilities, see these people who, I spoke about this before, uh, who do telemarketing. And there's some people who are just networks of criminals. It's not just Craigslist, y'all, for those who still do Craigslist. It is... Anybody who's able to get your information off 
the black web I was told it's called for identity theft. Don't know how the hell to get our phone numbers and addresses, but it's obviously printed. It's called public information. That's free and it's legal free. And these crooks obviously go after they must go after the free first. If they got any sense, they go after the free. And they got enough sense to like try to steal from you and like there was times when I would do my podcast show. I can't do them clearly because I got all these liars contacting me about my car insurance and I don't currently possess a car. So I just hang up because I notice when I talk to them is poor communication. This is a pre-recorded um, phone call from an answer machine. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Voice thingy that they use and they call you talking about some damn insurance. You hang up the damn phone. Um, and so I hang up the phone. One of the signs that it's a false information is they saying you got something you ain't got number one number two if you tell them no this is the wrong person and they still they keep talking and like completely ignore the hell what the hell you have to say because it's a voicemail hang up quick there's people and it's a network thieves that this is how they make their money this is how they make their money and they make us people us People who are struggling in the business look so bad. And people be paranoid because they've been robbed too many times. And you can't... I, I feel them. I hear them on that. I've been... My stuff been taken before. My account has been, you know, taking and they they withdraw money. And I don't know how the hell they did it, but they did it. And good for me and my bank, I called them in time to where I press charges. Simple as that. It's nothing wrong with protecting yourself. So I did that. So. My future entrepreneurs, or maybe you're an entrepreneur and you're now struggling. Look, I feel you. So let me get to the nitty gritty of entrepreneurship. I spoke about some suggestions. Facebook groups, building trust with your clientele. Knowing your clientele and a free way to do it is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They have options where you can pay, and I've done that before, I admit it. But at the same time, I'm into the free. And for those, if they really want your work, you don't have to put no money on I have to tell you that now. They have different options on Facebook where you can put your work, advertise it, and they will communicate with you. I've had people communicate with me. Can't say I've sold anything on Facebook, but I know plenty of people that do. So that's another route you may want to consider that's completely free. So that's another option you have. And I would tell you, like I would tell anybody else, two things you also want to consider too. And I hope you're taking notes, by the way, because it would be a waste of your time and your energy, not mine, because I'm literally just giving back what was given to me. So I'm talking about an artist. Her name is Tanisha Hampton. I'm going to say her name. And she's an African-American. She does sketch and painting. She, I can tell you, two different floral garden, I believe, one of her pieces. The one I bought, one of her art 10-ounce cups that I got literally a week early. So not only did I get the work, but I got it early. So that's a win-win in my situation, right? And I think it's everybody. Everybody wanted fast. And she built trust with me. Well, besides the fact that she's my friend, but she is friendly. She is she has her own life. She's a mother and she is African-American and she's definitely a woman, a leader is what I consider her. And I will tell you all the things she knows, but I don't think I'm, I'm right for that, to be honest. That's not fair. Um, I'll only tell you her business side. She's business savvy. She's 
she talked to other artists and other artists inspires her off of Instagram. So her name is off Instagram, Twitter, and of course, again, Facebook. That's where she found me, you know, and it was really exciting to talk to my sister. I missed her. And so that's somebody who's friendly, who's good with people. So she's definitely quite capable of building a trust relationship with you. So if you're wondering that, then She's a winner. But to me, she's a winner. Besides the fact she got years of trust with me. She know me. She know my family. I know her family. It's a beautiful thing. And she's from Detroit, Michigan. So you want to get in contact with a real artist? You actually know artists personally. Personally, I prefer that. I'm going to tell you the, the convenience. And you probably feel me. You trust the person, number one. Number two, okay, you can say I, I support African-Americans. Okay, she's African-American, and her work is amazing. She does canvases, 11 by 14 poster sizes, uh, floral garden is one, bundle roses is another one, and she has photo mugs, and she has pillows she sells. Can't tell you the price for the pillows. I don't know it, but I do know the price for her mugs. I believe they're $20, and um, Tanisha Hampton, I can... I can Say her name, Tanisha Hampton, and she's from Detroit, Michigan. And um, she's very open-minded, and she's very respectable. And so is the other artist, Lasagna Mason, the author I made reference to, that has a book dropping on the 14th. Now, by the way, you can support me. You can buy my work. I do photography on different formats from 8x10s. But I actually have a thing for frames, meaning that I get... Antique frames, mirror frames, glitter frames, double, double um, matte 8x10 frames. One, they'll be black and white, or they'll be whites, or the circle frames I recently invested in, and they are on a stand. And some you can just take off the stand if you chose to do that. And I sell a variety. So what do I sell? I sell, I told you what I sell, $25 is what I sell them for. Um, $80 is why I sell the 8x10s, and I do, recently, this is new for me, 11x14s, and I sell those for $150 each, and I even got pillows, and I sell those for $150 each, too. So, if you're interested in anything, like I have an electric blue 8x10 that I'm selling for $80, and I got 10-ounce cups, I sell for 25 and 30 only got one i sell for 30 that's my wild picture and it's because it's bigger and that is 30 bucks and i also do i got all these dishes y'all i got plates and i sell the plates 10 inch for 30 dollars a piece they're they're photo art pieces of nipper of a bee and a flower and so much more you look it up and see for yourself and that's the work I do and what I'm selling for. You can do a little bit more for me, by the way. If you like podcasts like I do, I'm going to tell you what company got me into podcasting. Um, the New Yorker. I was subscribed to New Yorker and... I realized I can do what they do and then some. So, and I'm really good at and articulating properly and I love listening as well as giving out information and inspiring you and I hope that I inspire you if you want to buy my work I hope if just in case just maybe you might want to subscribe to this podcast show
do it. I do advise you to do it. And you can subscribe to this podcast show today. Make me your podcaster, your local anchor person that I literally describe information is on a national level and I willingly give you tips about going forth into your work and go ahead and take one step folks into your entrepreneurship into your ownership a lot of times we're lacking ownership and authority we have the authority it's just up to us to use it and if you like to leave compliments, I would love to hear from you. You can put a voicemail here on this podcast show and I will get back to you. This has been a wonderful um, podcast show. I got to inspire the artists that I support and I get to support you and inspire you. I gave you the tips. The information is out there. If you want to know more, just ask me questions and I will gladly get back to you by voicemail or by text. Thank you. Thank you for hearing this podcaster. And I hope you become one of my subscribers. And $5 and up is the amount that I start receiving. And I would like to hear from you. Maybe you want to just give me a compliment. Maybe you just want to share this podcast show. For you future entrepreneurships, it's up to you. Y-O-U. Now, I put the information, the tools in your hand. Now, what you're going to do with it is up to you. This has been a Tamika Michelle podcast show. Oh. Entrepreneur to meet Michelle Podcast Show. Over and out.